0: Soldier, keep on marching on
1: Head down to to freedom speak i'm your host becca marie and you are listening to conservative talk abq kd az 96.9 fm am 700 and listen from anywhere conservative talk A-B-Q.com. we're into hour three it's been a great show so far and uh that w- the name of that uh, artist was flurry i think it's pronounced flurry and and the title is soldier i thought it sounded really cool i don't know Anyway, so I'm here with my guests Sean Ebright and Mark Abramson from Los Ranchos Gun Shop, and um, we're going to get into uh, a little bit of a discussion about this whole Paul Pelosi controversy. And it's not necessarily, from the way I look at it, all about Paul Pelosi. It's about it's about the way people essentially gossip through the through the media. And about how and, and and also the whole thing with how the media and and the government covers up the truth about things. I mean, there were a lot of things that were out by people that were uh, that are journalists that came out on day one that now can be found nowhere. They've been erased, they're gone. Now, my belief is, and, and I mean, this is the way I do my radio show, I don't, I don't come out and state something as a fact unless I've got proof and documentation to back it up. Um, I will sometimes state theories and things like that, but you know that that's what I'm doing. It's like, so I don't think these journalists are going to come out with a story in which they're, they're saying something as a fact and risk their credibility for something they don't have sources for. That's just my thought on it. So anyway, there's a lot of a lot of talk out there about this whole thing, in which I want to start off with something though. Okay, I um, I found a uh, a user on Twitter, and this guy was ranting, blaming all of this stuff that's going out there, blaming it all on MAGA Republicans. We're just evil. MAGA Republicans. Well, you know, I got news for you. I I believe most Republicans are probably MAGA Republicans because the last last I heard, I I think that uh, Trump has about a 95% approval rating with Republicans, something like that. It's really, really high. And I think that all of those people that support him would probably agree that they believe in making America great again. I think all of us here do.
2: Oh absolutely, you know I think that's the right message whether he's the messenger or not
1: right it doesn't matter he's just the he's just the guy that represents what we what we believe in that's it that's it he's just the guy he's he's not the guy we worship as our savior or anything like that, which I think a lot of people thought that about Obama, you know, which I thought was kind of weird, you know, and there might be some people that think that way about. Trump, too. I, I don't personally know any of those people, but there's probably some of those people out there. But most of us just look at him as as the guy that, uh, that we have selected to represent us in the fight.
2: And de- he developed a really outstanding message, which got morphed by the left into— like taking us back to Pleasantville, if you remember that everything's oh, black life. and white and everything's perfect, but yeah. things aren't perfect.
1: No, they're and not. And
2: the fact is, there is nothing in the Republican messaging, in my opinion, that wants to take us back to the dark side of the fifties
1: no. or the sixties. No. no,
2: and you know, people have to get past that. And again, this is why it's the. The person delivering the message, but making America great again, having that pride, going back to whether it's JFK or Reagan, very similar goals as a country.
1: You know, and I've talked about this before, about I remember when I was a kid and when I was younger, teenage or whatever, we never talked about whether you were a Republican or a Democrat or anything like that. We simply discussed ideas. And then when you went to the polls, they they'd have a D or an R next to their name. And it's like, well, you know, hey, I kinda like what this person is is saying. I like their ideas, so I'm gonna vote for them. I don't care if they're a Democrat or Republican. But that has changed so much. And people have become so divisive and, and they've they've tried to generate this hatred of each other and this vitriol that's going on. And it's like, uh, I you know, there's probably people that that probably are really mad at me and maybe even hate me because of my attitude towards the governor election in which I'm saying, I, I just, I, I tell people, it's like, you know, like, you know, people like you, Sean, it's like, I understand where you're coming from. It's like, and I've, I've had other people on my show where it's like, have the same feeling you do about it. And I honestly know, I feel that way to a certain extent myself. You know, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of weighing here. It's like, well, wow, do, do I, do I want to, vote my conscience or do i want to vote for the le- what i believe is the lesser of two evils and it's like i'm you know i'm really really struggling with that decision and it's like and i know a lot of people are And it's like i don't hate you for that i'm not mad at you that's the way you believe it. and you and i we both have common beliefs when it comes to freedom and liberty and all of that stuff right why, why should i hate you you know right. so
2: because sean's wrong <laughs> right. August, yes. That's it.
0: Well He's just wrong. like, you know, like yeah. me, I'm I, I'm one hundred percent behind Karen Bedoni all the way. You've got yeah. Mark here who's gonna be uh voting for Mr. Ronchetti. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's that's America.
1: Right. And and I love both of you guys. So it's like I right. I don't get it. So so are 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 there a lot of Democrats that I think there actually are a lot of Democrats that hate America. I've seen them out there speaking and saying that they do, and it's like mm-hmm. But are are there still a lot of Democrats that also love America? That oh are, yeah, that, one of know? them's a good friend I, of mine. I've I've met a lot of them that have gone over to the Republican Party because they believe that the Democrat Party has left them. That the Democrat Party as a party doesn't love America anymore.
2: There are Democrats who have who buy guns. They love this country. There are Democrats who serve this country in the military. Uh, or have served in the military, and they love this country. And I will not question for one minute anyone who's put their life on the line as being anything other than patriotic. Uh, There are policemen who put it on the line who are Democrats because they love this country, and they want to enforce our laws and keep us all safe. It's not about those folks.
0: No, it's about these talking heads that are in washington that are in santa fe these people that are you know and what what i like to say when it comes to that is when it comes to both the democrat and republican side is we have a very loud minority that is you know driving a lot of stuff you know you've got aoc up there in washington wearing a you know, fifteen thousand dollar dress saying, <laughs> "My name's AOC, and I want to take money away from rich people." But uh, this this dress costs more than most of you make. And on the other on the other side, you've got people on the the far extreme when it comes to uh, you know the Republican side, which. You know, I can't think of any offhand because they don't get any coverage. I mean, pretty much if you're not a uh, if you are not a progressive liberal, you're almost silenced by the media or derided and demonized.
1: Well, you know, I was talking about this mass formation thing, and let me let me I'm going to give you an example of this with this with this Twitter rant that I I, I had to do. I had to clip quite a few uh, uh, colorful words out of it to make it uh, worthy of being on the radio, but uh, I, I managed to do that. So. um Michelle, could you uh, play clip 13 for me?
3: Uh, Howdy, folks. So, Texas, Paul. Spent the last uh, several hours. Didn't sleep much last night at all. And looking at what's been going on with the MAGA assassin.
1: MAGA assassin. Okay, hold (coughs) hold it there. Okay, so... He is buying into the narrative that the left wing media is pushing out there in which they're trying and, and the and the Democrat to talking heads that are out there, in which MAGA Republicans are evil. Okay? Now, this guy has bought into this. He believes this one hundred percent lock, stock, and barrel. Now, he's getting ready to talk about how basically so-called MAGA Republicans are using hearsay and they're, they're, they're talking about things that haven't been proven to be true, but yet he's doing the same exact thing. He, he's a hypocrite, for starters, but he probably doesn't even realize it because he really believes this stuff. Okay, go ahead, continue.
3: I tried to kill the U.S. Speaker of the House. Now you'd think that uh, so a
1: MAGA Republican tried to kill the Speaker of the thing, House, but
3: you'd be wrong. All night last night, all I kept tripping over was misinformation and the most horrible, vile crap attacks on Paul Pelosi. Misinformation,
1: okay, which he's just spouting. Just mm-hmm.
3: Disgusting, just disgusting.
1: It is disgusting, and they mm-hmm.
3: disgusting not because if they were to be true, they, the lifestyle choices are a problem. They're not. That's not it. It's just that, well, let me put it to this way. If someone broke into your house through the back door, like (laughs) the MAGA assassin did the Pelosi's, uh, interrupted your spouse calling 911 while you were not there, cracked your spouse (laughs) in the head with a hammer, fracturing their skull, How would you feel if I went and did a live calling your spouse uh, gay or lesbian and, and that the reason they were attacked was because they were somehow in some sexual affair with this freak? This MAGA, QAnon, election denying, COVID denying, uh, freak. Hold it!
0: Wow, he sounds like Liz Wheeler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so he is he is assuming, okay, because this is what the media has basically programmed him to believe, and 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 the left, the the far left, has programmed this guy to believe. And the thing is, it's like. My belief about a lot of things probably match up with a lot of things this guy believes, but he's been he's been programmed to believe that I am evil, that I'm a MAGA Republican. And he's also been programmed to believe that this attacker of Paul Pelosi, which I don't agree with any of this from what I understand. Paul Pelosi is a pretty nice guy. Um you know, regardless of whether he's involved in insider trading or whatever, which I think he might be, but that, that doesn't matter. It's like nobody deserves this, okay? And me, as a MAGA Republican, I don't believe that he deserved this. And so he is assuming, because this guy attacked Paul Pelosi, that he's a MAGA Republican. Well, every all the evidence, if you're paying attention to it, which he isn't, obviously, because he's probably getting his information from from one place. The Washington Compost. You know, Washington Compost, CNN, whatever. And he's not getting any of this information, and he no longer is open to even receive any other information. I talked about this before with, like, cognitive dissonance and things like that, which is part of this whole mass formation problem in which people are no longer accepting new information, they're, they're only accepting what they've been programmed to receive. Right. So he believes that this guy is a MAGA Republican, which, which is completely well, not true. And, you, you and we're going to go get, into the reasons for that, too. You've got to
0: get with the times there, Becca. I mean, the latest thing for all of us MAGA people to do is get into hammer fights in our underwear. I mean, it's <laughs> a good time. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> it's um, always troubling when someone or something is attacked. When you look at someone driving into a crowd and killing people, whether it's at a gay pride parade or at a 4th of July celebration, it doesn't really matter. But you, your first reaction is, who did it? Is it, if it's the 4th of July and a bunch of veterans were run over by a car, was it a left-leaning crazy Right. And the same thing I was just thinking as as Sean was saying that, when the Murrah office building was blown up, right, and the initial media attack was that there was a Jordanian national who was a person of interest, yeah, and I said, and I'm Jewish, I said, please don't let let it be an arab driven attack, right because the the anti-Arab animus would have been phenomenal and it would have been awful.
0: Well and even back at that time it was being pumped into our psyche, the whole anti-Arab, anti-everything and so, yeah.
2: you, know, and so you know that's my initial reaction. And if some African American leader was killed, I said, please don't let it be a white racist or a MAGA Republican or someone associated with that. And sometimes it turns out it's another black who committed that terrible crime. And
1: there's a lot of black on black crime. Right. And
2: media stops that. But if it was a white guy, it would,
1: it would be a field day. It would be. well because it's not a juicy story. It's just, it's just something, it's not anything that's controversial. So they're not interested in it. And
2: it's what the media does over and over again. So, When Pelosi, when this happened to Pelosi, I said, I couldn't even imagine it was. um, First of all, how do you find a MAGA Republican in
1: Berkeley? (laughs) That's right, (laughs) and not uh, to mention a gay nudist MAGA Republican who's who's here unlawfully, who overstayed a visa,
2: right, Um, right. But the media doesn't. They're still picking up on the MAGA side of it because what they're saying Republicans. Publicly, didn't come out and say, "Hey, this was a terrible attack." Well, even attack. Joe
1: Biden in, in his speech yesterday was demonizing MAGA Republicans. Right. So, the, the, you know, this but is being driven our, by by the left and Joe Biden, right
0: and the media, whether it's the liberal media, conservative media, what have you, have pushed this. You know, leftist, this MAGA, this that everybody in the media is forgetting what the real meat. And potatoes of this story is, is, you know, there was a heinous attack perpetrated on this man in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's go on with that a little bit, see if there's, a, there's still some interesting things in this. Go ahead, continue. It believes Democrats
3: drink blood and has posted pictures of Hillary Clinton as a zombie eating people. I kind of like that one. Bit. She how, how looks like a zombie. That? How would you feel if I did that to your spouse? You know, it's been disgusting. The man just had brain surgery, and they're already attacking him. And you have to ask why. Why would they do that? Why would they? Well, they're MAGA, so they're just horrible human beings, of course. But why? There's always a why. And <clears throat> it's pretty simple. They want their base to be able to say Paul Pelosi deserved it. And let me tell you, this whole thing is based on...
1: Okay, hold that. Who's who's saying that he deserved it? I, I'm not seeing anybody on the right saying that he deserved it. I I'm I'm not seeing any of that. I'm not I'm not seeing any of the talk the the talking mm-hmm. heads on the right saying that. I'm not seeing. You know, I, I I look at social media quite a lot. I'm not seeing any of that. It's like, you know, why why is he making this assumption?
0: And then there's the other thing too that. You know, social media is just an extension of our personalities and whether it's something uncomfortable, something heinous or whatever, people are always going to make light of the situation. There's always going to be jokes and people want to get offended by that. But it's not, I mean, nobody's saying that this guy deserved it. I mean, nobody deserves to get their head busted in with a hammer in the middle of the night, regardless of if you're, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi's husband or not. It's none of that matters.
1: Yeah, I think the thing that drives a lot of people crazy is, uh, and, and I know it bothers me, is the cover up on things. It's like I, I, I think, you know, just like the whole thing with Elon Musk and Twitter, okay, the left is terrified that Elon, Elon Musk is going to enable free speech on Twitter. That scares the crap out of them. Totally does. I've even heard them talking about bringing in Elon Musk to Congress. It's like, why are you bringing him? What, are you going to have a little talk with him? Say, yeah. hey, listen, you better play, play, play yeah. ball with us, or we're going to bring bring yeah. the heavy hand of the federal government yeah. down on you. I, that's that's yeah. the way I look at that. How
0: dare you empower people to use their First Amendment rights, right.
1: Elon? <laughs> so, so if people want to chit-chat back and forth saying that uh, Paul Pelosi was in his underwear, or this or that, or the other thing, I mean— isn 't that free speech it 's like it 's like okay, you want to say that people people say that, and it 's like other people say something else, but there again, you as an individual i think have to you have to look at what 's out there and you have to use some critical thinking and decide what 's true and what 's not he's
2: he 's not a young man; he was asleep. It was two in the morning, at least according to the reports there's some nonsense out there, but the reality is you had a very sick individual break into a home motivated by whatever though we, we don't know but. and and it and it would it's it escapes rational thought and the guy was a victim and if they're upset that the republicans or the republican leadership isn't taking a more active anti um you know
0: anti-berkeley nudist uh
2: stance, right I mean, where were they when Steve Scalise was shot by, what, a Bernie Sanders-supporting individual? Well,
0: right. I mean, I even saw Where were I- they when BLM and Antifa burned down cities across the country?
2: They, they, they weren't no saying anything. There was no violence by BLM. None. That's— what i heard on the media yeah right.
1: that's well, what that's i heard what what on the saying media yes too. as the guy was standing in front of the burning building in the back in the background behind him saying, oh it's most be mostly peaceful remember that, that was, news report that, that building was burning it, these, it was decorated these people are delusional they right. say these things and it's yeah. like i i i don't even I'm, understand you know the only thing i can I can connect it with, is like what I was talking about at the beginning, with with an actual mental psychosis here. It's like a complete denial of reality.
0: Right. And the thing is, if people want to get to the bottom of what happened and everything, just pay attention to the court case that's going to ensue after this. There's going to be facts. Everything's submitted. The stuff's going to be public record. So, you know, you can break out your Johnny Cochran and you can be like, okay, well, if murder was his intent, then send him up to the pen. And there you go. Or yeah. if it's what some of the jokes are, if the hammer smells like booty, acquittal is your duty.
2: And and if it turns out that this guy is a MAGA, card-carrying Republican out to get the Speaker of the House... Then he needs to be held accountable. He, and he will be, and the Republicans need to take a position. But he's not of them, he's not for them.
1: There's no evidence to back that up at this point.
2: And if there is, we'll yeah. all have to deal with, well, yeah, and tone it down. Yeah. But you know, a person who is I mean, if this person is charged in San Francisco or in Berkeley, he'll probably not do a day in jail anyway, because they'll just turn him out. Oh, well, of
0: course, you got to remember—he's, you know, we we see here that you know he is—he uh, here he overstayed his visa and everything. And if you pay attention to what the left has said, you know, he's he's a migrant. He is of another. He is of another culture. So you know, he may not have the intellectual capacity to understand what I, he was doing. The best thing that.
2: that could happen is that he will be convicted of a felony, which he should be. Yeah, and he will become justin trudeau's problem yes because he should be sent back home
1: yeah he should be he should be and never allowed to return
2: oh we're gonna have reform i know it's coming he's a dreamer he's a delusional he's a dreamer. dreamer that's yep. right
1: he's a dreamer that's right you know i my my belief on if you are an illegal alien. I mean, number one, I, I think that if you cross the border illegally, you should be, you should be thrown out and never allowed to return. Because I, I look at it this way, you've broken the law and that should disqualify you from ever becoming an American citizen. I, that's just my opinion on that. But if you're somebody like this guy, where you're here and you've overstayed your visa for starters, which you've already broken the law there, but then you try to murder somebody, it's like, not only should you... Suffer the penalty for that crime, but after you have uh, suffered the penalty for that crime, you should be deported back to your country of origin, and on top of that, never be allowed to return.
2: I don't have an issue with that. I think that you know the the so called dreamers and you know people who were brought here as youth uh, without their you know will. I mean, their parents brought them or shipped them here, and they've been here their entire life or virtually their entire life i have sympathy for them well i do too right
1: because it wasn't their fault their it's their parents fault their parents no. are the right ones that
2: and, and
0: the we law. should you know and we should be helping them out i agree with that a hundred percent but
2: it takes legislative action not presidential fiat right right i mean obama tried it trump I'm not sure what he Well, you know, did.
1: Obama signed an executive order for that and that executive order held up like law when Trump tried to repeal it. And it's like, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with that. You can't make an executive order and make it become law. I there you know, the fact that the was it the Supreme Court that upheld that? Yes. And it's like there's something seriously wrong there.
0: Right. And that's why I say on its face that the executive order has been abused so much it needs to be declared unconstitutional.
1: I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning that way myself,
2: but it's it's clear that Congress needs to act. I mean, there hasn't been anything meaningful in immigration reform since the early '80s. Right. Do you think when, they're
1: using that as a political football? Yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely. There is there is a system right now that is seriously broken. It was broken under uh, Bush. Uh, 43 it was broken under Obama it was broken under Trump and it's continued to be broken but we need to address it whether it's a wall of you know a literal wall or a figurative wall somewhere along the way we need to decide if you're a country without a border you don't have a country And I'm all for immigrants. This country was built by immigrants. We talked about that earlier. Normally people that we spat on because we brought them here to work.
1: Well, you know, I think in a lot of ways the diversity actually has made this country stronger. But at the same time, you have to follow the law and you have to to follow the rules.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, Native Americans, the joke is, you know, of course, Native Americans think that immigration reform should start (laughs) way back. (laughs) Yeah. but we need and they're not totally wrong either um but you know we need to address this as a country and we need to get it done and if we are going to task our legislators with doing anything that would be a good start because they have to work together yeah and you know if you're an open border person you're probably in the vast minority yeah and if you're an anti-immigrant, I know you're in, you're in the, vast the minority.
1: minority too. But see, you know, I think the first step, and I think Trump was uh, right on this. The first step you have to you have to stop the flow of illegal immigration. You have to stop that flow, and then you work on a solution to everything else. But you got to stop. I mean, literally millions of of unchecked illegal aliens are flowing into their country and we have no idea what their what their motives are or what they're here for for all we know they are sleeper terrorists in which we've got literally thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people just waiting to attack us from within we don't know and even even if that's
2: not the case even if these are people who are seeking economic relief. Well, you know, there's a system if you're an economic refugee to come in and right. they're not following it. But I I always say that I don't like a sucker. If you have two people that are trying to get into the country from Honduras, one goes to the embassy and applies every year to become, you know, to come here and lawfully, you know, immigrate. And the other one just Pays a coyote to come over with or without drugs or anything else, and they come into the country illegally and stay. The guy who's left behind and is applying for 10 years to get in finally gets it. He's starting 10 years too late, and they both have the same opportunity. Mm -hmm. I think that's wrong.
0: Yeah, it is wrong.
2: And you know, but I think it's Congress's failure, and that's not a Democrat or Republican problem it's a congress problem yeah and they need to address it. they all know they need to address it but they would rather use these people as pawns
0: right and they use them as political collateral and they other than that once the election's over they don't care about
1: them yeah i think they're being used in a number of ways Well unless, and they're, they're... unless
0: desantis ships them to their rich communities and then they don't want them there but yeah <laughs> because yeah.
2: you know our our Czar, you know, for the border has, you know, not been to the border. You know, our vice president,
1: right? That's a joke.
2: Oh, it is. It's clearly a joke, but she's a joke.
1: Well, she is, yeah.
2: And we just need to hold our legislators accountable. But you know what's going to happen next Tuesday? We are going to return all but maybe thirty people. To Congress, to the House. 30 may change, 40, 50 may change. We're returning all the others that created the problem and haven't done anything.
1: Hey guys, we're at the break, so hold that thought, Mark, um, and we'll be right back. After
0: 45 years in the same location, Los Ranchos Gun Shop has moved to 6621 4th Street Northwest in Los Ranchos. New space, new inventory, but still committed to serving the safety needs of our guests. One block north of our old location, but still filled with no pressure. Locally owned and operated, proud of our commitment to service and community, and happy to support Talk Radio
2: KDAZ.
1: Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by a husband and wife team since 2004, individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ General Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears.
2: At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology.
1: Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ General Dentistry. Gentle's not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español.
2: We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile.
1: Or on the web at albuquerquegeneldentist.com.
2: This is Larry Marker, Independent Writing Candidate for Commissioner of Public Lands. Together, we can take back our public lands while preserving the integrity of your vote. It's easy to vote for Larry Marker. On your ballot, go to the space provided for declared writing candidate. It's under the heading Commissioner of Public Lands. Mark the Oval and write in Larry Marker. Together, we can take back our public lands and preserve the integrity of your vote. Go to LarryMarker.com for more information. Thank you. Larry Marker, independent write-in candidate for Commissioner of Public Lands. Paid for by the Friends of Larry Marker.
1: Two twenty six. Welcome back to Freedom Speak, final segment. You're listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ KDAZ, 96.9 FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere, conservativetalkabq.com. I want to invite you to email me with your questions and comments. If you uh, are interested in being a guest co-host on the show, shoot me an email, tell me your story. Email me at becca at freedomspeak.com nm.com and also if you want to join my advertisers my advertisers they're getting business they're getting calls from being on this station people like to do business with other patriots so email me let's get you started let's promote your business so i am here with my uh good friends uh, sean ebright and mark abramson from los ranchos gun shop and we were before the break. We were talking about this Paul Pelosi thing, and we're talking about how uh, it it ties into that whole mass formation thing that I was talking about at the beginning of the show, in which people they 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 get these beliefs about other people. You know, like MAGA Republicans. They're they're evil. They're they want to kill Paul Pelosi. They want to kill Maggie, or uh, they want to kill. Um, Nancy Pelosi. And it's like, well, there's probably some crazy people out there that want to do that. But for, there's crazy people on both sides. And, you know, what, what should matter is, is, do you love this country? Do you, do you want to do what's, do what's good for this country? If, if, if you have those beliefs, hey, you're good with me. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. If you believe that, hey, let's talk about how we can make that happen. So anyway, so I want to uh, cover the the facts that we know, okay? And this is the thing: it's like when when rumors get started, people they 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 just pass it on. I, I've had friends do this with me before on social media, where they'll they'll share something with me, which which obviously is something which might be made up, and there's absolutely no proof of it whatsoever. But it looks juicy and interesting, so it's like it's like a form of social media gossiping, is what I call it. And so they just share it, and it's like, dude, did you did you confirm this is even true before you shared this with me? It's like you're you're kind of hurting your own cred- credibility by doing this, you know. So so the thing with the the Paul Pelosi being in his underwear, it's like. Um, Apparently, there was a journalist which put that information out there early on. It's since been retracted, and now it's been erased from the from the net. They don't want it, you to even read that anymore, which I think that's wrong. I think you should be able to read it if you want to, and then you can decide whether or not you think it's true or not. You know that I've, I've got a real problem with the erasing of information. Why not put all the information out there and let us decide? Right. You know?
0: And him being in his underwear is not a big deal. Uh, I mean, hey,
1: it's late at night. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. It's a lot of guys in sleep in their underwear. Yeah, I do you know? too. A lot of guys sleep in less than that.
0: I mean, if somebody breaks <laughs> into my house at 2 in the morning, they're going to find me in my underwear. That's, that's just right. how it is.
1: Holding a gun, probably.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, unless I'm really tired and happen to pick up uh, some random thing that's by the safe.
1: But, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're gonna At that time of morning, you're going to grab the nearest thing that's within arm's oh, yeah. reach. You know. Now?
0: i got a coat hanger, and I'm not afraid to use it. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Uh, so so I was, I was looking at, uh, there, there was a, a 911 call, which has been erased from, also from us hearing it. But hey, guess what? I've got it. <laughs> I got it. Um, hey, I'm, I'm just going to play that, okay? And then, and then go ahead and play clip 16 for me,
0: Michelle. One call he knew Pappy's first name and apparently referred to him as a friend. Here's the audio. This is from a dispatcher relaying Paul Pelosi's call.
1: R.P. stated that there's a male in the home and that he's going to wait for his wife. R.P. stated that he doesn't know who the male is, but he advised that his name is David and that he is a friend. Okay, so we know that the attacker's name was David DePap or DePappy. I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. And so the 91 wall, clearly the person that made the Call into nine one one, which uh, it didn't sound like Paul Pelosi. It sounded like another person, which kind of makes you ask a question. It's like, well, who is this other person? Um, called in the nine one one thing and and said that the person that had him call referred to the person David as a friend. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's how I took it. Okay, now this is. This is the actual 911 call. So, this is a fact you can look at and you can ask questions about this. I mean, a lot of people don't have access to this fact. I I managed to catch it off of Tucker Carlson, which he caught it early and probably recorded it. And so I got I got it from there, but it's gone. You can't find it on the internet anymore.
0: Right. And uh well, and if you look at Paul Pelosi and look at him and him and Nancy and their general uh you know, they're They're very wealthy people. I mean, having a third person calling 911 isn't completely out of character for, you know, somebody that's that rich. They would have, you know, they would probably have a a butler or some type of uh, service people at their home. I mean, so, I mean...
1: So there was somebody else in the home. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's a huge house. Right. And when you have a house that's that huge, you have staff. Right. You have to, because there's no way that you can keep it clean, especially if you work a lot like, like uh, the Pelosi's do. You don't have time to clean the house. You have staff that cleans the house, uh, does, takes care of a lot of the everyday uh, things that need to be done. Right. So there are other people in the house probably all the time.
2: Well, there there might be. Uh, the initial story had a third person opening the door for the police. Right. When they came for a well check, that story has either been debunked or been deleted. So let's assume it was him. But the fact is— I mean, is, somebody made the call. Right. And whether it may well have been Paul Pelosi. And,
1: you know, he's cool.
2: Um, he wasn't drunk. Right. Which for him is a big deal.
1: Well see yeah. here here that see that that leads you to a question, okay? If if you're referring to the person as a friend and and you're making a very because the person that called in to that 911 was very calm. They weren't in any kind of distress whatsoever. So, and you know the guy's name, his day you know his name's David, okay? So this is okay. Um all right, how did you get you, you Either either they're a friend and you know their name, or you actually are having a conversation with them, and they give you their name but But the thing is is this leads me to believe it, believe that it wasn't a break-in and and I think there's some questions there because I was looking at the picture of the outside of the house of the door. I notice all the glasses on the outside of the door now typically when you break a glass out from an break a glass in on a, on a on a window or whatever from the outside wouldn't the glass tend to go inside
2: yeah that was explained that if it was like a plexiglass will bounce and shatter out and i think there's some credibility to plexiglass that
1: plexiglass doesn't shatter like that though
2: well we don't know what the mm. shatter looked like oh
1: i saw the picture it said mm-hmm. yeah little pieces like it was like a it looks like, like it was tempered plate glass, glass. Yeah. but
2: it, if it was tempered it could also break out right. on the on as it's bouncing yeah I, it, I tend to think that his friend uh was with him and he was making this call and i give him some credit for getting the police if it was paul pelosi i give him credit for calling the police identifying the individual, if he was standing right in front of him, to say he's a friend, probably recognizing that he was delusional.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I'll buy that. I just want facts. Yeah. And I want it reported.
0: And then something from uh, just from my line of work, people that are in a hostage situation or whatever, All right. You're uh, one of the things we instruct people to do is if they're held hostage or something like that, just uh, don't do anything to agitate the, the guy that's taking you hostage, sit there, you you talk with them, you agree with them, whatever to stop whatever further violence. So for him to be like, yeah, my friend David here, you know, that's, that's perfectly normal. And being that uh, Nancy has been in government and in high, a high level government position for many, many years. You know, I can guarantee Paul's undergone some some type of hostage training, some type of, you know, this is how you act in this situation. And the guy just had brain surgery not too long ago, so I'd credit him for being able to even make the call if he's the one that made it.
1: Hmm.
2: I just don't like leaving it to conjecture. Yeah. I think that the police are doing their job, and there's a number of law enforcement agencies involved, but they're— believe doing their job. And they're not going to tell the media anything until they have something that goes to the prosecutor that is indictable. And even then, they may not release all of the information until they have discovery uh, to release to the attorney who's representing, um, you know, this uh, illegal alien
0: right and if they have they have things out there that uh, well you as an attorney you're familiar with uh, things that are called guilty knowledge they're not going to be putting that out there because you know the police are going to discover that stuff and yeah it may paint a very clear picture of the case but it's not something that you want out there in the media especially uh, when it comes to people that are going to be prospective jurors or whatever in this case
2: and the media is really quick to jump on stories because they don't really care what the facts are they want to get the scoop on it. They want to be ahead of it. And I want to know what's really happening, which is why most times conservative news will withhold a story until they have it. Yeah. Even though mainstream media is already reporting things and then having to retract it and withdraw it. Um, one of the advantages of posting on Twitter is that you can take it down. Mm -hmm. One of the disadvantages is that Rebecca's there to copy it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, you grab it before it disappears. Right. But
0: that's that's something that, uh, you know, that's common with uh, the mainstream media. They grab a hold of something and run with it before having all the facts. And it's, you know, it's a shame because it, misleads a lot of people and then you end up with this uh you know this indoctrinated guy that we saw on twitter uh talking about everything else and he was a MAGA republican and he did this and no you know it just it leads to more conjecture and rumors
1: yeah no i agree uh let's see what else on us did i want to talk about oh here's an here's something that i i've been questioning i've heard other people question this too don't I find this odd. Don't you think that the third person in line to success, succession to be the president of the United States would have the best security system imaginable on all of their homes? And the other, the other question I have is, okay, apparently Paul Pelosi's bedroom is on the second floor. Okay, that's, that's what we're hearing. Apparently, that's a fact. So if somebody breaks in the door on the back of the house, the alarm is going to go off. Don't you think that the Pelosi's have guns in their house to protect themselves?
2: Oh, I don't believe that for a minute. She has the best security in the Capitol Police. Okay, so
1: where were they? They were with her. Well... Her, her
0: family's not afforded the protection from them. It's not like the uh, president and vice president with their secret service details. So yeah. It's, you know, the Capitol Police are assigned there just to
1: protect her. But see, I'm sorry. But
0: as as rich as they are... You know it begs the question. you know that they've got to have private security. okay,
1: when you're when you're somebody like this, like I hear this on these superhero movies I watch all the time. It's like, well, i don't want to I don't want to share my identity because it'll put my loved ones in danger. And it's like, well, it's the same thing here. It's like, okay, isn't Paul Pelosi a legitimate target to people that are enemies of of Nancy Pelosi that he he he's he should be considered to be in a constant state of of danger in which, He's the perfect hostage. I, would, I mean, it's like, why wouldn't that he be they have at least their own private security, or, yeah. or at least he has a gun by his nightstand, and when the alarm goes off, he's ready. I mean some, I, That part, this doesn't add up for me.
2: It's why would you, as a Democrat, have private security when you can get the government to pay for it? So they had government, mo- I mean, they had the Capitol Police monitoring the house. And I yeah. heard
1: I heard the report on that, that they, they had cameras, they were monitoring, but they weren't looking.
2: There are, I think the number was over a thousand cameras on the Capitol Police system. Mm-hmm. And they're not constantly monitoring anything other than those, perhaps where the speaker, because she is in line... Um, you know, third in line, that, you know, I I would prefer that none of them had government-provided security other than perhaps her, because third in line is still pretty close. Well,
1: especially when they're preaching all the time that we should have our guns taken away from us as citizens.
2: But that's a constant with Democrats. Yeah. I mean, anytime you threaten AOC, she gets capital security, and that's fine and nobody should threaten her anyway um especially AOC but yeah, as, <laughs> as annoying as she is
1: she still shouldn't be threatened
2: and but no one deserves that no I mean no one you shouldn't have Capitol police at a baseball scrimmage either right I mean that's not what it's really should be about but we got to get the temperature down to do that yeah. But I'm I wasn't that concerned about the fact that Paul Pelosi didn't have government sp- sponsored, paid for security. If he wants it, it's available. Sure.
0: Right. And you know, and I, I agree with that because I'm of the uh you know, I'm of the opinion, you know, myself that just as a private citizen, even if you're married to whoever, you know, your self defense is your responsibility.
2: But it would have well, he wouldn't have been driving drunk. No. If he had a security detail. True. So maybe that would be a good thing.
1: Yeah. All right. So so this is what we know to be a fact. We know that uh, David Depap, DePappy, whatever, we know he is an illegal alien who overstayed his visa from Canada He associates with gay nudists. Um, He lived in an old bus in which he has BLM and pride flags on it. And apparently he associates with Berkeley. So I think we can safely say he's not a MAGA extremist.
2: No, he is a potential U.S. Citizen who will vote Democrat in California. <laughs> Pretty he, much, you got it right there, Mark. <laughs> exactly. He's he's a
0: dream he's a dreamer that's down on his luck and looking to you know, make a make an impact.
1: And and we know that uh, someone called in to nine one one and reported what was going on and referred to him as a friend. And uh, that's up for uh, that's up for debate on exactly what that's about. B- uh, I, uh, both the explanations you guys you guys made it completely make sense. So that's what we know. So all of these, this gossip and rumors that are going on out there, in which uh, people are hating each other on each side for it, it it's I, it completely makes no sense.
2: No, and Nancy's uh, children, uh, daughters, I believe both. Um, You know, have been making public statements about why there isn't a hue and cry about their father. And I believe that the response is generally appropriate for a citizen who has been attacked and they ought to just, like, get to the truth. You know – Nobody it, wants to get to the truth.
1: No, well, they all, they they all want some fresh meat. They all want some juicy stories that they can they can tell. That that's what the media wants. And essentially, they just like uh, the uh, the Derek Chauvin thing. It's like it's kind of debatable whether or not the punishment he received was kind of extreme because he got convicted in the court of public opinion.
0: It was extreme because if you look at the toxicology reports on George Floyd, it wasn't Derek Chauvin that killed him.
1: Well, and also if you look at the, I suggest everybody look at the the Candace Owens uh, video that she came out with. It's very, very telling on that whole thing. I think you might change the way you think about it. Hey, we only got a few minutes left. This three hours has gone by really fast, hasn't it? Oh,
0: yes, it has.
1: Hey, so let's let's spend the last few minutes talking about this systematic racism thing, okay? I was uh, looking up some articles on this and about uh, systematic... You hear the left all the time talking about systematic racism. and And there again, I think it's just yet another tactic to turn people against each other and separate us because if we're separated... Uh, We're we're not as much of a threat. And it's like so, you know, you pit black people against white people or brown people or whatever, whatever skin tone they are, then they're not going to join together against you. And so their 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 quest for the new world order and all this other garbage is easier with all of us separated.
0: Right. That's pretty much it. And the whole systemic racism thing. And it did. It used to be a thing in this country back in the uh, the Jim Crow era, segregation era, stuff before that. Sure. Which, it you know. It existed. As a lot of people, uh, as a lot of the uh, mass uh, psychosis people don't get, is that is all stuff that came from the left back in those days. But, you know after all of that stuff ended i mean for the longest time i remember growing up as a kid in the 80s and everything i had neighbors of all different colors and everything nobody we didn't even really care we were just people getting together having fun and everything else but you start putting this out into the media that oh well the system is racist against you because you're this color or because this person was born this color they're privileged and they're this many steps ahead of you in life it's well, complete and utter garbage here's the
1: thing you know it's like the systematic racism that they try to sell us all on doesn't exist, but there is some actual systematic racism. I consider affirmative action to be systematic racism because it is. it's a system which is in place by the government in which it actually does discriminate against people based on their race or skin tone or whatever. And, you know, I read another article about United Airlines uh, saying that they were going to get a more diverse group of pilots flying their planes it's like what what the hell does that mean it's like all i care about when i got a pilot in in the cockpit is whether they they are the best person at flying a plane right you know and so they are stating that yes, we're going to discriminate against people we hire. That's exactly what it says. And and these colleges and universities, they do the same thing. Right. That is systematic racism.
0: It is, and I don't care who it is, what profession they're they're in. Let's say I go into Mark's shop. I'm looking to buy looking to buy a gun. I'm looking for information on it and everything. All right. I don't care if the person across the counter for me from me is black, white, purple, or green. Doesn't matter me at all. I care that they have the. Uh, knowledge that i'm looking for and the ability to do their job and that's all anybody for the most part in this country cares about except for these extreme groups on the left and on the right it's just a tool to divide everybody like you said
1: so hey we're out of time so hey mark thank you again my pleasure it's been awesome as usual you're always a great guest yeah you want to plug your business Oh, sure.
2: Uh, Los Ranchos Gun Shop in our new location, 6621 4th Street Northwest, the former location of Bips or Wax, I mean, depending (laughs) on how far back you go. And, um, you know, we love the location. It's been great. We're on an acre, so we have room for you to shop, room to grow and uh, it's been really exciting our staff is just awesome ready to serve your needs
1: he's got an awesome store I highly suggest it Sean thank you very much you've been an awesome guest
0: thank you it's been an honor and a privilege to be here with you guys today
1: so I want to plug all my advertisers Perkins Protection Training Los Ranchos Gun Shop High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness ABQ Gentle Dentistry these are all people I personally do business with and I highly recommend them so do you own a freedom friendly business advertise on this station and support this show and many others like it to get started advertising or send me comments and suggestions. Email me at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Check out my website freedomspeaknm.com and you can listen to replays of all the shows. Check out my Facebook posts, Twitter, Telegram, True Social, and you can get the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Please like, follow, and share far and wide. Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. It's time to stand up and tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda, hell no, we won't comply. We are the resistance.